Hey kids, welcome back to the next episode of the Incredible Kids Podcast. My name is Moritz Siri, and I will be your host through this incredible journey. We are going to meet many incredible kids. They are going to share with us their stories. Some of them super cool and different like you've never heard before. And some you may say are just ordinary, but all of them incredible. If you have great ideas, email me today at ikidspodcast at gmail.com. And now it's time for Incredible Kids. It's time for the joke of the day. Yay! Today's joke is brought to you by Chaim L. from Passaic, New Jersey. What do you call a bear without teeth? A gummy bear! (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Incredible Kids Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Yidflix, and today I want to share with you a very special interview I had with a girl named Mayan. Mayan used to live in Baltimore, and she made Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael a few years ago, and I caught up with her, and she shared for me what's going on from her point of view right now in Israel. Now that there's a war going on, things are different. It's a little scary, but there's an incredible amount of achdas, chesed, and amuna in Hashem that's happening. Chesed. And it's not only happening in Israel, it's happening all over the world. Jews are banding together. We see videos and pictures of every type of Jew hugging each other, caring for each other, like we always should have been. But unfortunately, it takes times like these to wake us up. And hopefully, we got the message by now. And things can go back to the way they were, but they'll never be exactly the same as they were before. Because life as we knew it is forever changed. Life as we knew it, forever changed. Changed for the better. Changed with achdos, chesed, and full belief in Hashem. Full belief. Because Am Yisrael can feel safe, secure in the hands of Hashem, who only wants what's best for us, no matter what happens. We asked our listeners, what are you doing to help our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael? Here's what they had to say. Hi, it's Ahuva. I'm eight years old and I said a bracha out loud every day. My name is Shoshana. I'm nine years old and I go on the Incredible Kids to Hillam at six o'clock every day. Hi, I'm Adasa. What I tried to do for Eretz Yisrael, I tried to not hear or speak Lashon Ara. There's a chus. Hi, my name is Bina. I'm six years old and I made bracelets for Israel with my friend. Bye. Hi, my name is Sorelli and I'm seven years old and I went to Target to get toys for kids in our Israel and I got a Minecraft Lego set um, for them. Hi, my name is Malka and I'm nine years old and me and my family went to a store to get kids in our Israel presents and we sent letters. Hi, my name is Shandy. I'm eight years old. I made a bake sale in my community to raise money for Eretz Yisrael. We gave free ICs for whoever said a capital of Tehillim. Hi, my name is Nechama, 
and I'm eight years old. I write letters and I say to Helen on Shabbos and weekdays. Hello, my name is Ozzy. I'm five years old, and this is what I do special for the the Eden and Arati trial. I say to Helen every night. Hi, my name is Shavi, and I'm 10 years old. I had a breakfast party at home, and I had a breakfast party in school at the Helen Group in my neighborhood. And I'm trying to say a main to any breakfast and saying a lot to Helen. Hello, my name is Esther Levin, and I'm 10 years old. In our class, we say an extra capital of the Helen for our Israel. Hi, my name is Sari. I'm 9 years old, and me and my friend made a bake sale to raise money for the soldiers in my uncle's group. Hi, my name is Ayala, and I'm seven years old, and I drew pictures for the soldiers in Israel. Hi, my name is Matal, and I am 12 years old, and I said a lot of extra tehillim for Eretz Yisrael. Hi, my name is Levi, I'm five years old, I say Pesukim for the Hidden in Eretz Yisrael. Hi, my name is Mayasha. I'm seven years old. In our class, we used to give one penny to Tzedakah, but now our teacher said for Israel, we should give two pennies to Tzedakah. Hi, my name is Mosiel, and I'm nine years old, and whenever I'm davening and saying Tehillim, I'm always thinking about the people that live in Eretz Yisrael. Hi, my name is Deborah. I'm seven years old, and I live in Ramat Bet Shemesh. I have helped by delivering food to families from the south and to the soldiers. Hi, my name is Shalom. I'm nine years old and I stay extra to healing for Eretz Yisrael. Wow, I am so inspired from all of these kids who are doing things wherever they live in the world because they know that it makes a difference. Learning Torah, doing mitzvot, saying to Hillim, davening with Kavana. What are you doing, listener? What am I doing? I'm asking that to myself all the time. I want to give a special shout out to the thousands. When I say thousands, I mean thousands of kids who are joining us every single night, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. for our unbelievably incredible Tehillim gathering for Eretz Yisrael. It happens every single night at 6 p.m. Sunday to Thursday. For more information, go to incrediblekids.org and click on the tab that says Tehillim for Eretz Yisrael. Please join us. We are trying to make an option for more people to join and more people to join. And please join us for this incredible display of Achdos and Tefillah for all of Kla Yisrael. Every night we're joined by a different special guest, to help elevate us and inspire us and sing with us and share stories with us. But the Tehillim, ah, that's where it's at. I now present to you Mayan from Ramapi Chamash, Israel. Okay, I am live with Mayan. Mayan lives in Israel. She used to go to the school that I worked in in Baltimore before she moved to Israel. So I have to catch up with her. Wait for me, I got a little late. It's been a long time since I got to see you. So Mayan, how you doing? I'm good. So good to see you and hear from you. Could you catch me up a little bit? Where do you live? What grade are you in now? I live in Bichella, so I'm third grade. Amazing. And how old are you now? Nine. Okay, wow. It's been a while. When you left Baltimore, how old were you? Six. So, wow, it's been three years. I can't believe it. 
Was that a hard adjustment? Was it hard for you to get used to living in Israel after being raised here? Yes. Want to share what that was like for you? My whole family from my father's side was still there, and I, I was going to miss Benos. You were going to miss your school. Would you say that now you're used to it, and now you feel differently? Yeah. Why? What changed? I just got used to school. Mm-hmm. It took a while for that to happen? I s- yeah, I still miss Bonos, but I like the school that I am at. So, Mayan, Israel, when you move there, is very different than Israel at this very second. Do you want to share why? What's going on? Because of the war, it's really different here. Right. There were a lot of sirens here. Mm-hmm. Are they still going on? We don't know when when there will be a siren. When you hear a siren, what do you need to do? Go to the safe spot. And where's the safe spot in your house? My room. Your room? <laughs> Look at that. Um, when you're sleeping at night, if the siren were to go off, you're already in your room. Right. So for now, we, we put my brother also in my room. Mm-hmm. Until the war is over, we, we want, like, all the kids to be in the safe room. How does that make you feel? Makes me feel better. Because, mm-hmm. like, if there's a siren, I can't just I can't just wake up and run and go to, into deep sleep. It's hard to wake me up. <laughs> it's hard to wake you up? You're a deep sleeper? <laughs> But I think in a situation where you would have to wake up, you probably would. But I hear what you mean. Yeah, but it's easier just to be in the same room and just my parents have to go. Mm, got it. So you're in Ramat Beit Shemesh, so Bar Hashem, that's not exactly where the war is like happening, where all the soldiers are gathered maybe, but how has life changed for you and how are you feeling where you are? Um, I feel safer than if I was closer, but it's still really scary. Like, so right now, like, how do you feel all the time, like on a regular day, like today, how do you feel? Is there any one feeling or a few feelings? I feel nervous because... The other day there was a siren and I was the only one in the class who heard it. And then my teacher said it wasn't real. How is she supposed to know if she didn't hear it? Because it wasn't loud. So what did you do? So then she heard everyone running downstairs. So then she knew that it was real. Mm. That's an example of when being nervous and like being on the alert could actually be helpful to people because you are like, probably always thinking like maybe there's going to be a siren and you're the one who heard it first. Right. I, I wasn't even sitting next to a wall um, and all of the walls go to outside. Wow. It sounds like you have school again. I know that school was canceled for some schools in Israel, but your school is in session. Yeah. So we didn't have school for a while and then now we're only back half a day. Does school seem different now that you're back in the middle of like wartime, but you're in school? Yeah, so we learn different stuff, but we barely learn. We do, like, art and stuff like that. Mm. We don't actually learn. So there's less, like, regular teaching. There's more, like, experiences? Right. So with one teacher, um, we can do whatever we want for her class. Sign me up for that class. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Um, but most of the classes, we do a little bit of our work, and then we do something fun. Mm. Why do you think they're doing that? 
Um, because they don't want us to be like working and stuff like that in this situation. They want us to feel like calm, so they do fun stuff. That's great. So it sounds like your school understands that the kids all have different situations. Now, I know we're going to get into the conversation about like what you're doing to help and what your family's involved in and what your father is involved in and whatever else you want to tell me. But are there kids in your class whose fathers have gone to fight in the army? Yes, two girls. Mm-hmm. One, um, her father got her on his leg. And one, she said something about her father getting hurt or something. Or maybe I misunderstood, but I think that she that she said. So I'm not sure if he's still like in the army or he is at the house. But um, my other friend's father is recovering, so he's at his mm. house. Baruch Hashem. Wow. So are those girls like walking around happy and smile? Like, what's the mood like around those girls? I don't know. They like, they don't show anything at school. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they keep those feelings like inside of them. Right. Both of my uncles went, and then one uncle went back home, but he's switching to a different pluga, and then he's going to go back. What's a pluga? A pluga is like there are different groups of um, like what people do um, in the army as being a soldier. Yeah. And he's switching. It's called a pluga with a pay? Mm-hmm. You know, you taught me something new. I never heard that. So I guess it's like a unit in Hebrew? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so you have a few uncles in the army. And what is your father doing? So for the past few weeks, he has been going south to, like, they open this place that they put all of the supplies and stuff like that for the people who went down to help. And then if they need, he goes um, to help um, if anyone from the Israelis. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Mayan, I remember your father from when he lived in Baltimore. And um, I remember all of you, but I remember your father. His name is Mr. Yoni Spiegelman. And he actually was on Hatzalah in Baltimore. And when my husband joined Hatzalah, your father was like in charge of teaching him what to do. Do you know that? You remember? I knew that he was... uh... Any new Hatzalah guy was partnered up with a Hatzalah guy with more experience. So my husband learned a lot from your father. And then you guys made Aliyah and you made this beautiful move to Eretz Israel. And um, since then, I know that your father got involved in Hatzalah in Israel. What's the Hatzalah organization called that he works for? Ichod Hatzalah. Ichod Hatzalah. What is Ichod Hatzalah? Hatzalah just... In New York and Israel. Mm-hmm. Ichud means united. Your father always works for Hatzalah, but right now, why are Hatzalah members so important right now during the war and during this time? Because they're saving lives. How so? My father has been going all the way south to go help bring stuff. And also, um, if they need to uh, help, like... If any of the soldiers or anyone from our side got hurt, so if they need, he also helps with mm-hmm. that. When you say the South, just so kids listening understand, when we say the South of Israel, we're talking about closer to the spot where the war is happening, right? He actually went like right next mm-hmm. to it. Do you think about that? Like, does it make you scared? Yeah, they didn't want me to know at first, so they just said he's going to an event, and then um. 
I finally found out. It scared me a little bit, but he has this vest and helmet that if a bomb touches him, um, he won't get mm. hurt. He wears like a bulletproof vest type of thing? Yeah. Wow. That's very brave of him and very, very, very special. What you do for Hashem will pay you We'll be right back to this incredible interview after a teeny weeny short word from our sponsor. Hey, incredible kids and families. Are you ready for a video streaming experience that's kosher, ad-free, and filled with fun? Introducing Yidflix for every member of the family. From Uncle Maishi's catchy tunes to the Shazak Parsha series, Yidflix has something for everyone. You could choose to pay per month or do it for the entire year. And here's the clincher. There will be no ads that pop up with something inappropriate that you don't want your kids seeing. And they update their content every single day so you'll never run out of things to watch. Go to Yidflix Y-I-D-F-L-I-C-K-S.com. Follow the link in the show notes and sign up today. And now back to the incredible Mayan. Those feelings of being nervous for your father because you love your father are so, so normal, right? Like it would be not normal if you weren't nervous. That would be like, why are you not nervous, right? Because it could be scary. But we have a concept. A Yid knows that Shiluche mitzvah enon neziken. Do you know what that means? So it means that someone who is sent to do a mitzvah, someone on a mission, on a mitzvah mission, will not get harmed. So that's something that it's a concept that we know. So normally, like we wouldn't tell somebody like, oh, go put yourself in danger. Go stick your finger in the fire. That's obviously not a smart thing to do. But if you're doing something for a mitzvah, you're going to help another yid. You're going to help out with the soldiers. And this is like a mitzvah war. This is called a melchamas mitzvah, where it's a mitzvah to fight in this war. So it's obviously what your father's doing is a huge mitzvah. So Hashem sends a special, special protection. And that could give you a lot of comfort. So maybe when you are worried and you are thinking about him, remember what he's doing is a huge mitzvah and Hashem has a special shmirah, a special protection um, over those people. And Mayan, you should also know that, you know, there's a lot of kids who get together every single night to say Tehillim in America. Did you hear about that? No, but that's really... Every single night? We also try like davening the whole davening and also kids that want to help you should also be nice and try not getting into fights with your siblings or um friends wow and do you really feel mayan that if kids in their own homes wherever they are are trying to do whatever they can for example like you said not fight with their siblings do you really think that makes a difference in the war yes if you don't fight then Hashem will make it easier for us to win. Wow. You said that with so much confidence, like you know it's true. So I believe you. Me and other people think that it's the war right before Messiah. You and which people? My friends, Mm -hmm. a lot of people. They even sound out at groups, like this war is Mm -hmm. to Messiah. That's like what you schmooze about at recess? (laughs) No. We don't focus on that. Mm -hmm. But what do you focus on? We just focus on having fun and we try to forget about that stuff. We don't want Mm. it in our minds. That's very important. You're trying to stay positive. You should always be like, especially if you're in Israel, 
Uh, right now, you should be confident and not not be so worried, but also be ready if there's a sign to be able to get to the safe spot right away. Right. Like be responsible. Don't forget about it in the sense that like you wouldn't do something smart if there was an emergency, but like walk around like happy, like trying to at least. So our principal, she said on the first day that we were back to school, you're not allowed to go outside. You're only allowed to go downstairs outside where the three of the safe rooms are. We only have three, which is good because like we're a lot of kids. But what's the problem is the first time we actually had one, so girls were pushing other girls mm. downstairs because all of them are downstairs. Mm. I'm just curious, has the siren ever gone off in a funny place for you? Like, were you ever like in a funny random place like in school or with your family that like you had to go into like a random cover? We were in school and once we were getting into the car to go home and my mother started buckling my brother and then all of a sudden the siren went off. So we ran to the closest building, but then it took us like a minute to find the stairs. And the stairs are considered a safe place. And then after we found, yeah, and then after that, someone heard us. He was coming back from grocery shopping. He invited us to the mamad. Right, the safe room, the mamad. Mayan, could you tell me about any of the chesed that you see happening in Israel? Chesed, like one Jew helping another? Um, all of the girls I've seen got much nicer than they were, like, the first day of school. So that day, it was my birthday, and the girl who was being mean to me since the second mm-hmm. day of school sang happy birthday, and from then, she was wow. nice to me. Wow. Let's stand together, you and I As one or better, just give it a try And what about the achdos? Are kids your age getting involved in doing something, like an actual action, to help the soldiers, to help the war? Yes, so every day we say a parak of Tehillim and... So a teacher started, she gets lights and candies and bags, and she puts, not like, candles um, and candies and bags, and then she puts them in and gives them to people who don't like any... Shabbos candles. Uh, right. They don't show me Shabbos. So your teacher does that with you? So our teacher asks us to bring stuff to give out and whoever wants can go with her to During give school out. time or after school? After wow. school. Do your friends and you go? I haven't gone, but girls in my class have gone. So how does she I find think. people? Like she just approaches people and says, are you Shomer Shabbat? No, she knows. But I think she also like gives other people. Like I think she gives everyone that she could, but especially she wants um, everyone who doesn't Shomer Shabbos um, to so have beautiful. candles. Why do you think your teacher chose she, Shabbos candles to be like the thing that she wants to do for Am Yisrael? Because she wants everyone to light. And I think she thinks that lighting mm-hmm. will also help. You 
you know, I want to tell you something, even here in America, there's so many Jewish people that don't even understand at all what it means to be a Jew. They just know they're Jewish because like their grandmother told them, but they don't even know. And now that they see what's happening in Israel and they see there's so much achdos, like with like all different types of Jews, they want to do something. They're like, I know I'm Jewish. And I know that right now, all I want to do is like be one with my Jewish brothers and sisters everywhere in the world, but we don't even know what to do. So therefore, bringing people a challah or Shabbos candles might actually be a beautiful thing for people in America to do also because they want a connection. My mother actually made like extra challah. We made a lot of challah and we gave out as many as we could to the soldiers. And you gave them out? Like you were able to hand them to them or you sent them somehow? There were people like bringing Mm -hmm. every single day. They have more than a seven-seater big car. They had to fill it, and the people that were going <laughs> were smushed. That's how much people... <laughs> there was, there was yeah, more room for challah than go. people in the car. They're not a, not just challah. It's like um, wow. food and snacks, because they get, like, these The army food is gross. Stuff. Like, yeah, like fish that they might be <laughs> raw or something. And it's not sushi. And so now they don't even have to eat that army food. They do not get sushi. Someone got them hamburgers. Wow. And my uncle got them. Your uncle who's in the army. He told you about the hamburgers. um, Mm. Yeah. Mayan, there's so many important messages that you just shared with me and with all our kids listening to this. I can't wait for, you know, the world to hear what you have to say. I think that it's important for any child of a Hatzalah member, someone who's part of Zaka, someone whose father is a soldier in the army. And there's even people from America who travel to Israel to help out. So anyone whose parents or who, you know, are involved in that, the children definitely, definitely get part of that reward, you know? They get part of that mitzvah, they get part of that sakhar because it's a family effort, right? We know that. Like your mother gets so much sakhar and reward for that and the children and everybody who supports them because if you guys made it hard for your father to do what he's doing and saving lives over there, if you guys said no and you made it hard for him, then he wouldn't be able to go. Or if he went, he would feel like not all there because like people are angry about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a really important thing for everyone like that to know. Maya, let me ask you one thing. A lot of kids listening might be like, oh, Israel, it's so scary. Do you feel like Israel is a scary place? No. There's been a million wars here. We always won. You don't have to be scared of Israel. Israel is the best place in the world. In the war in the world. Um, (laughs) They're both true. (laughs) Exactly. We have to be confident. We have to be brave. We have to be trusting in Hashem that this will be a victory very soon, right? And Israel is actually the safest place to be. Hopefully, this is Mm -hmm. the last war ever. Hopefully, this is the war. No more wars. Like Benny Friedman says, no more war, no more hate, a chance to celebrate. You know that song? No more war, no more hate, a time to celebrate. We're thinking about all of our brothers and sisters in Israel and all over the world. And let's continue our davening everywhere and our mitzvahs. I can't wait to see you in Yerushalayim. (laughs) Thank you, Mayan. That was so beautiful. And now it's time for... Homework! 
Oh, come on. Not that kind. Working along the theme of having achdos and caring about all types of Jews, everyone. I think that what Mayan told us about what her mother was involved in with baking chalas and what her teacher was involved in with giving out candles. So that was specifically about Shabbos. I think that's a very beautiful idea for all of us, wherever we're listening from, Israel, America, China, England, Zimbabwe. We all can look for other Jews who we can connect with. And if you want to share the beauty of Shabbos or another mitzvah or friendship, just to show other Jews, think of an action that you can do to show other Jews that you care about them. And we're all coming together during this time. My own girls, went to distribute a few chalas to some of our neighbors. And that was a really, really beautiful act of kindness and unity that made them feel good. And it made our neighbors feel so connected and not alone. Because like I said, especially the ones who did not grow up from, they feel very, very alone right now. They don't know enough about Torah mitzvot to keep them warm and confident that Hashem has got us. Hashem's got us. And we're in good hands. So you're accomplishing so many things. By showing Avas Yisrael for all Jews, all types of Jews, and also by inspiring them and building them up to show that Am Yisrael, we're not afraid and we stand together. Tell us what you did at iKidsPodcast at gmail.com. And we should all hear exciting, beautiful news for all of Kla Yisrael very soon. We're going to get back there. We're going to get back there and we're going to settle in Yerushalayim once again with the coming of Mashiach very soon. And you kids are going to make it happen. See you next time on Incredible Kids. Are you an incredible kid? Send your story to ikidspodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe today to the Incredible Kids Podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, you are all incredible.